Hi, I'm Rocco Steno, and welcome to Storymakers on KidLit TV. Today we're talking picture book biographies. And today's picture book biography is fascinating. The Life of Leonard Nimoy, and that's by Richard Michelson, who's here with us. Thank you so well, much. Thank for you. It's in. great to be here. So, you know, some of our young viewers may not know who Leonard Nimoy was. Who well, was Leonard Nimoy? Um, they probably know uh, Mr. Spock from Star Trek, or they've heard something about that. Uh, they've heard the famous fascinating quotes, um, and uh, they've probably seen the movies. But Leonard was um, the original Spock. He created the character. And um, I thought that his personal story would be interesting to uh, everyone. He was uh, from a family of aliens. He was actually from a family of aliens. So um, especially in this day and age when we're a little worried about immigrants here in the political climate, um, Leonard's parents both came to this country as immigrants. They had to learn how things were Where done. Where did they come from? They came from Ukraine, Zavlev, Ukraine. Uh, they had to escape. Uh, outside of the country. They finally did make it to this country um, where they came through the Statue of Liberty, um, but their papers did say alien. Right, they came through Ellis Island. They like came through many, Ellis many, Island, uh, like many Jewish immigrants, like many immigrants. Like Italian immigrants. Yeah. Alien in Star Trek was a person from another planet. He, he was from a different planet. He was half Vulcan, which was a planet where people didn't show their emotions. And his father was Vulcan. And he was half um, American, his mother. Uh, and uh, those two emotions were always fighting within him and made what he brought to that character so popular. Because, you know, Rocco, we all feel we're a little bit the outsider, that we don't quite fit in. You know, I think a lot of kids um, feel oh, geez, they're not with the in crowd, or, you know, they're, they're, they feel like they're not understood. And uh, Leonard Nimoy grew up in a neighborhood as a Jew. He, all his friends would go to uh, church on Sundays. He went to temple. When he was eight years old, he went with his dad to temple. And during one of the prayers, he watched um, the elders of the temple go to the front, and they started praying. They covered their heads with a prayer shawl, and his father said, don't look, look away. And Leonard was eight years old, so he peeked, right? And what he saw was that they were chanting and their fingers were outspread in a manner that looked like the first letter of shalom, mm -hmm. peace. So Leonard, he loved that. He went home and he taped his fingers together. You can see on the back cover of the book, there's a picture of him with his fingers taped together. But he didn't know what he was doing because he couldn't ask or they'd know he peeked. When he finally got the role in Star Trek, um, we, on the second season, they were visiting his home planet Vulcan. It was the first time he was going back to Vulcan. And he was supposed to shake hands with the Vulcan queen. And Leonard said, there should be a different greeting. Military men salute, Asians bow. Vulcans shouldn't just shake hands like... Um, Americans. Yeah, like Americans do. <laughs> right. And so the director said, okay, what do you have in mind? And he thought very hard. And he remembered his time back as an eight-year-old in temple when he saw that greeting. And he said the words, live long and prosper. And that became the Vulcan greeting. He used to joke what he never counted on is the fact that the rest of the Vulcan actors 
They hadn't been practicing that greeting since they were uh, um, eight years old in temple. They had to go backstage and tape their own fingers together. But um, after that show uh, aired, he knew right away that he had struck a nerve. People would go down the street and they'd, say to, they'd make the gesture to him and say, live long and prosper. But Leonard didn't always want to be an actor. No, actually what Leonard really wanted to be was a photographer. And um, when he was a young boy, um, he was, uh, I think, 12, uh, 13, the family got their first Kodak camera. And he turned the family bathroom into a dark room. Now, it was a tiny little dark room, and that's where you develop uh, pictures. It was a tiny room. There were three generations of Nimoy's living in that four-room apartment. The rest of the family, they weren't so happy to see. Um, they would knock on the door. They'd have to go to the bathroom. But it had to be dark. And Leonard would watch the pictures develop that he took. And he would say it was like watching them. He was developing his family's souls. That also became very uh, um, important to him because as an actor and as a director, he'd have to look at people very carefully. And he would notice that he could figure out what his mother was thinking. And he could see what his Bubba and Zadie, his grandma and his grandpa, uh, looked like. And later, as a director, he would look at people very carefully and figure out what was inside them, what they wanted to say. You actually knew Leonard Nimoy. I did know Leonard Nimoy. I am not his son. You're not his son. You, there there, there is, is a, a lot of resemblance. Of resemblance. Yes. And frankly, that brought us to, uh, closer together. Um, Leonard uh, was uh, hired to um, do the audio of one of my earlier children's books. Too young for Yiddish. Too young for Yiddish. And Leonard was visiting the National Yiddish Book Center. In, which happens to be in Amherst, Massachusetts. And yeah. Leonard grew up speaking Yiddish. Mm -hmm. uh, it was his first language. His grandmother always spoke Yiddish to him, never learned to speak English. Um, he, he used to star in Yiddish plays. I knew his photography because in my other life, I'm a uh, art dealer. I have a gallery in, in uh, Northampton, Massachusetts. Okay. And I handled the original artwork of a lot of children's book illustrators, including a lot of people who have done my books. Um, but I also do uh, artists who don't do children's books. And Leonard was a photographer. So I did a show of his. Um, we got along very well. We have similar upbringings, um, but mostly we looked alike. Um, we laughed at the same things. We both enjoyed art. We both enjoyed literature. We became very close. Um, in fact, we spoke every day for the last 10 years of his life. Oh my, uh, that's A day something. did not go by where we didn't um, speak. And um, one of the great joys of my life is that he got to read this book before he passed away. Your t-shirt is the actual cover yeah, of the cover, book. That's right. And, and uh, Adele Rodriguez is the um, illustrator. And so, you have two, I know you have two favorite spreads, so show us uh, both. Well, you know, I love this. Personally, it means so much to me because our friendship developed uh, when I was doing exhibitions of his photography. Mm -hmm. I actually have his original camera. And this is uh, a story about uh, a son of immigrants and, and uh, Adele Rodriguez is an immigrant himself. He is a uh, Cuban immigrant. He came over on the Mariel boat lift 
And in fact, um, it's, we didn't know this before he uh, illustrated the book, but he learned to speak English in many ways by listening to old Star Trek episodes. Oh. I know you have two favorite spreads, so show us both. Well, it would have to be the back cover again because it shows how your childhood stays with you throughout your life and the things you do as a young person are going to inform the person you become later on. And the, the, I noticed. My real favorite picture, your I'm saving that. Oh, I'm you're saving, saving that. that. This is a picture of myself and Leonard. And uh, we're going to have posted on the site also your author photo, which was right. taken by, uh, which taken is Taken by Leonard, yes. yes. And then your next book is uh, The Language of Angels. It's coming out when? In February. February, okay. Uh, this book here, As Good As Anybody, uh, which uh, tell us, I know it's about Martin Luther King, but about someone else also. It's about the friendship between Martin Luther King and Abraham Joshua Heschel and how they came together to change the world. Uh, how um, two people from very different backgrounds forged what became really the civil rights movement in this country. Both the, Nim uh, the Leonard Nimoy book and Language of Angels uh, have been selected by the PJ Library. And they were also selected by uh, Junior Library Guild. Junior Library Guild. The Junior Library Guild selections, and, uh, and they, they've been selected by the PJ Library, which I don't think many people know about the PJ Library. So tell us uh, a little about that. Well, the PJ Library is a, uh, was started by a man named Harold Grinspoon, who um, wanted to get books into the hands of every child. And um, he was very interested in giving them a Jewish identity. And so if you sign up for the PJ Library, and it's all over the country now, it's all over the world, um, your child gets a Free book. Free? Free book, book yes. from the time they're born to, I think, uh, age 8, 9, or 10. Right. Every month, it comes in the mail. As good as anybody was a Sidney Taylor gold book. medal. So it won the Sidney Taylor Award. It did, yes. Yeah. Every year, they give a gold medal for the uh, best uh, Jewish-themed books. You don't, it, you don't have to be Jewish to win it. Um, and, uh, but it has to have something to do with Jewish values. Right. Rather than shaking your hand goodbye, I am going to say, live long and prosper. You've been practicing. Good I've been, for you. Yes, and yes. Well, <laughs> but I'll shake your hand also. Thank you, Rocco. Remember, until next time, give a kid a book in any format.